You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Hi, welcome to Consignment Heroes. I'm Jessica, Paul Kenny's oldest, wisest daughter. We are live today in Liberty Village. Call in to us at 416-360-0740 or toll-free 866 740 4740. Okay. Uh, before we get into the format, we have a great show today. And we're going to be talking about uh, Parker's Hockey, um, things we did this week, big coin collections, silver, gold. And But I, before I start that, I want to just say my little piece about Remembrance Day. And that is because we deal in stuff. And I've always said that people are important, stuff is not even though I de- I'm in the stuff business. And it's, and I just spent my morning this morning with uh, all my grandkids, with my daughter and the grandkids and my other daughter. And it, w- it was just, it made me think about things and the people who sacrificed, this is what Remembrance Day is, we remember the people who sacrificed so that we can have good times now and the good times and the good things. So if you're remembering stuff today, don't just remember the people who are gone, but remember the, the good times and the good things is you look around the room and you'll see things around the room and you'll say, I have this because of that. And I know that sounds kind of mushy, but it's like... It is. I'm getting all teary-eyed. I've been in, I didn't come here and put mascara on to cry. No, but it's, it is Remembrance Day and we have to... Like, I'm one of those dealers. I do not melt warm metals. I don't burn Bibles. I don't... I don't that I know, but no, but there are people who melt this stuff. I believe that we have to remember and appreciate what we have, okay? But like I say, we're in the stuff business, and um, and that's the stories. When you get off, when you're looking around the room, I know you're, some people are out there listening right now, and you're looking around the room of things that you have, and when you look at something, you're going to have something that's going to bring a happy thought to you. And I want you to go out and sometimes... After the show, not right now, write down what that happy thought is about the item. Because even if you don't sell it to a person like me, if you're going to give it to your grandkids or your kids, tell them the story. And I'm going to say this is what happened this week, actually. I'm saying this because someone reminded me. I bought a card coin collection off a gentleman down in the Niagara area. And he said there was on the, on the wall he had a uh, gold sovereign, half a sovereign from 1902. And he went to tell me the story how his great-grandfather gave it to his grandfather, gave it to him, who gave it, and he's going to pass it on to his kids. And before I could say, well, did you write that? He says, Paul, I've listened to you before. And all that stuff is in a note behind the sovereign in the frame. And I thought that, it says, wow. Because that's, that's when you give something and you give the story behind it. And even if he was going to sell it, if he, if he, had, he had grandkids to give it to, or his kids to give it to, which is great. Uh, but even if some people have, they're going to sell it, you know, and the, the kids would rather have the money. But 
it's always nice to have the story because you either have the story for your kids or you have the story when you, a person like me walks in and I see what it is and then I know it to be real. Now, are you taking any of your own advice and writing stories about anything you're going to pass on to your kids or grandkids? I film it all. I film it all. No, I've, I have too much stuff. Yes. Okay. Thanks. There's more of your mother in you than you think. Okay. Uh, remind, we're live right now, Liberty Village. You can call in at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. And we can tell you, or my dad can tell you anything about your old China costume jewelry Vintage clothing, old paper money, comic books, furniture, art, pottery. It's a long list he wrote out for me. Gas station signs, records, old cars, toy cars, vintage lunch pails. Yes. You write like a doctor. Vintage toys, coins, clocks, stamps. There's more. I know. Gold and silver, of course. Old dolls, books, watches, old shoes, purses, Old bottles, sports cars, old TVs and TV guides, old radios, sewing machines. Oh, the, there'd be a lot more, but that's just... The paper ran out. The, the paper ran out. Well, today we've got a good show because we're going to have... Uh, I'm going to talk about a collection that turned out when someone got a second opinion from us, it turned out really, really good for them. I might have time for the Apple and the Casino story. I'm also going to want to talk about Parker's talking and, and what people have in their basements... Uh, I say the lottery tickets that people have in their basements, okay? Now, to start off, uh, we had a collection and about a month ago or two months ago. We had a person brought in a collection of cards, and they were offered $45,000 for it. We just sold that collection this week, for on a second opinion, for $85,000. So this is a case where someone had got... Got a second opinion. Happened to be mine. Oh, you were the second opinion. I was the second opinion. Okay, but that's a big difference. And I tell people about this. Get a second opinion. I'm anyway, like especially it's a case of sometimes your spouse, if you, if it's a, a wife and, and their husband's old collection, they don't know anything about it. Get a second opinion before you sell it. I don't want to call our listeners idiots. I'd never say that. No, no, you don't no, do that. But it's an idiotic thing not to get a second opinion about something you don't know about, especially if you're selling it. You only get to sell it once. Get two opinions, okay? Okay. And spe- like it's this is I, I've taught, drilled it into Bogart, and it, it this is a case where it actually made a huge difference. And even if it, now this happens to be a large difference on this one, but we have differences on. Uh, um, last week, when we talk about coins, we have a neighbor right next to us. People go in there and routinely get offered on a $5,000 worth of silver, gold and silver. They'll get offered 4000 We pay 5000 That's a $1,000 difference. It's not 85000 No. But it's, a big, it's 20% for walking 75 feet. Not even. Yeah. Well, you have to walk <laughs> around a wall. We're on the right. other side of the wall, and people always ask. We're not as fancy as them. No. We're not like, you know, it's like... It's like when you go to Vegas, you know, when you go to those great big hotels and these great big fancy buildings, who do you think pays for these? We're not fancy. You go into these buildings. <laughs> You're definitely not fancy. <laughs> no, we're not fancy. But, but very nice. We're very nice but and we try to give good. Where st- is the store? The store is at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. Yep. And we do do house calls. You can call the store anytime, 905 905- 
737-4653. That's Toronto Gold and Silver. And yeah. we do do house calls. Yeah. Now, uh, we also, you should tell, say the number slower, what they can phone into the station today for. They're not used to hearing your voice. Okay. We're live in Liberty Village. You can call us at Zuma Radio right now. Slow. 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Now I should tell also, just as well as what we do on the show here, we do, uh, if someone wants to downsize, now they don't, don't want to just know the price of one thing. They've made the decision to go from their house to a condo, or they've decided to, uh, they're, they're going from a 6,000 square feet to 1,000 square feet. We can help with that. We can help with what has to be sold can be sold. What has to be consigned can be consigned. What has to be auctioned, we have the different ways of what the best way to auction something is. We can make the house very saleable if you're going to, if you're going to sell your house. We do all of that. Plus, we'll help you move as well out of the house, okay? These, no, we, we, we try and take the stress. We know, I know that this is a, a very stressful time for people when they finally decide to get rid of something that's been in the corner of the room for 45 years. It's, they've, they're comfortable with it, but it's time for it to go, okay? Or they don't they want to downsize because they, they don't have the time to take care of the entire house, okay? Yeah, I did see the before and after on one house. And I was completely surprised on... Well, the, I'm, I'm good at what I do. No, I was actually really surprised. I didn't know you could be that good at, like, this as well. Yeah. I, I don't mean that. I just... You no. buy stuff. I didn't know you can... I know you don't clean stuff. That's definitely... No, I don't clean any, but I have no. people who do clean. And what I'm saying is this, this is something people have to appreciate. And it's... If we use time... It, it can only help, okay? The more time that we have advanced knowledge of doing, say you're going to do it in May or you want to do it in uh, January, if you want to do it right now or some a place that you want to move in finally comes up available and now you say, I want to sell my place, okay? That's what we help with, okay? We're not perfect. This week I was a little bit behind on it because I fractured my toe. Wait, how did you fracture your toe? Uh, a, can, a can of paint, a full gallon, fell out of the back of my truck that I was bringing to an auction for one of my clients. I was bringing 50 cans of paint, and one fell out of the auction, landed square on my toe. It brought tears to my eyes. But I'm going to say this. The medical system here don't, took care oh, of me. Oh, they okay. No, they did. <laughs> no, I'm very happy. I mean, it yeah. would cost me a fortune states. Everyone was courteous. So I had to wait around for a half an hour or an hour. You know something? I was in pain when I was doing it, but it wasn't the end of the world. I knew I knew someone was going to take care of me and was cared about me. And in the end, they gave me a little shoe to wear. Yes. And the, but that was it. <laughs> but it's saying, and, but it, it still was painful. I did fracture my toe, and it, it was black and blue and all that. <laughs> but it took a day out of what I wanted to do. Okay. Yes. And the stuff we wanted to do. But I want to emphasize that we take care of everything. I mean, we. There's nothing in the house we can't dispose of either through, and we'll try and get you the most money for it or dispose of it in the least expensive way. And don't you have one of those things that, I don't know what it's called, that makes the air nice? Oh, yeah. We have an ozone machine. If someone has a house with cats or dogs or, or smoked, 
uh, we can take care of that, making the house uh, that you wouldn't know that there was any smoke errors in the house, okay? We know we, we're a complete service. What we try and do is take, you've made your decision. A lot of people, it's a tough decision to downsize. We, we, make, we take, try and take the stress out of the entire decision. We try and take the stress out of it. You just have to worry, you just have to go on with the rest of your life and enjoy it. And we do everything else. If you want to go there, yes, those when <laughs> Jessica, when they're on the screen like that, that means people want to talk to us. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I think we have George on the line from St. Catharines, and he has a five-gallon wine container and an old Kodiak camera. Hi, George. Yes, good morning. That's a Kodak camera? Yeah, it's a Kodak brownie flash yeah. in a box. Okay. Probably still a couple of flash bulbs and maybe a roll of film. <laughs> Actually, the film might be worth more than the camera. People are looking for the film. On the Kodak, because you remember Kodak was a big company, and they made a lot of these, and they made them inexpensive. And a lot of people kept the cameras over the years. It's something, it wasn't hard to store. You usually find them on the top of a closet or in the basement on the top shelf. Uh, we'll find the Polaroids and the Kodaks. If it's an old camera with a Zeiss or some of the expensive lenses, some of those still sell. Kodaks mainly sell now as props, and they'll go between 5 and $10. And what was the other thing you had? Yeah, I was just curious about the camera. Yeah. So what we've got here is a five-gallon uh, wine crocks, a ceramic, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's got a day, uh, name on it, McConnell Wine Merchant, 40 Coburn Street, Toronto. Oh, And cool. it's got some... Uh, two or three flowers on it, and they always talk about cobalt blue. Now, whether this is cobalt blue or not, I don't know. But Does it, it look blue? blue? Does it look blue? Oh, yeah, it's blue, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just people trying to be fancy, and they're trying to say, I'm smarter than you, and I know this is cobalt blue. Don't worry about it. Blue <laughs> is blue, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They try. If I give it a special name, I get to charge more for it. <laughs> okay. On... Um, yeah, those on McConnell, once you have a name and press like that, a Toronto and a five-gallon truck, it, if probably two, three hundred, depending on how blue, how nice the flowers are on it. It's not complicated. Like, it's a stem with, I think, t- yeah. two or three blossoms on it or petals or something like that. It's downstairs. Like a- yeah, the name plus the blue. The cobalt will bring it to the designer people who love to have it, and the name brings in the local history people. If I had my store, probably three to four hundred dollars. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, George. And remember, you can call in right now live at Zoomer Radio four one six three six zero zero seven four zero, or toll free at one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. You gonna read the list again? No. I'm not reading that list again. But I would say, we are saying that right now, I'm still trying to figure this one out. You're doing a TV show about a radio show, and you need really neat, cool, interesting stuff? Well, wait a minute. Okay, the radio show is the radio show we're doing now. Yeah, I got that much. Okay. So what we're trying to do, we've been, everyone knows that we were on storage, Bogart and I were on Storage Wars. Uh, and, and I was on it once in a yes, while, with your too. Sister. Yes, you were on three times. Yes. They were all very interesting shows. I didn't make any money when you were on the show. Uh, but, I didn't either. No. <laughs> so <laughs> on, uh, yeah, for interesting things, we're doing a show. So if you have something that you say, gee, Paul, I bet you haven't seen one of these, or I bet you haven't seen one this nice. And you can call my store, and we might want to film it for the show. 
Like a friend of mine, he emailed me this week, not for age, I did business with him. He's got a Led Zeppelin poster from when they played the O'Keefe Center. So that's a really nice item. Actually, I want to do something with that because it's just a cool item. But if you have items that you think are kind of neat, kind of different, or you have a great story behind them, or even a good story, or an average story, once there's a story behind it, that will go a long ways to getting it on the show. So the store's phone number is 905-737-4653. Yeah. But right now we're going to go to Nora in Alliston, and she has a very old purse. Okay, I, I love Alliston. I go up there. It's for such a small town. I'm in there a lot. Go ahead. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning. When, when Jessica was reading that really long list that you gave her to read, <laughs> yeah, she mentioned purses, and I thought, oh, I never thought of calling in about that. I have oh, yeah. an old um, drawstring pouch kind of purse with a little strap, all covered in glass beads. Mm-hmm. And the, the bottom portion of the purse, the beads have been looped around like fringe, so yep. they've, like both ends are caught up, so there's r- about six rows of this fringe. Yep. And then the draw cord has a little ball on the end of it, and it's covered in the beads as well, and it's lined with silk. Yeah, these are flapper purses. That's what it is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I, I know too much for about jewelry. On, um, yes, these will go, they used to go for four, five, six hundred dollars okay? Oh, my goodness. No, kidding. no, no, but that's, I, you have to listen to the whole sentence. They used to. <laughs> <laughs> but now, between a hundred and two hundred dollars. Now, some of them, if they're in a silver frame, we had one we sold for almost thirty nine hundred. But it was in a gold frame, and what oh. they did had all the glass beads. And as soon as you have a gold frame, then you have a better design on the glass beads. What matters here as well is that all the beads are there. Missing beads yep. is not good. Nope, they're um, all there, and they've got a pretty little pattern on the top, a little Art Deco sort of pattern. Yeah, no, if it's better than flowers, if it's a deco uh, pattern, yeah, that deco. will sell more as well. Like, I'm going to go a couple other things about deco. Um, the purse is good. I'm glad that she said that, but I'm going to say this, I'm going to go off a little bit on. Deco stuff is very, very, still very popular, okay? The the straight lines, it fits in with the modernist, with uh, a lot of the people who are buying condos and stuff like this. Now, this purse that you're going to say, um, it's probably done its last carrying of money. Someone's going to put into a frame or put under a glass and put onto a table in the middle of their condo. Oh, cool. I know, but this is what's going to happen to it. I, I know that's what people do. Yeah, they make little shadow boxes. It's, it's, it's instant, instant memories. My daughter, you know that you're on live streaming. If you're making these stupid faces, I'm going to talk to my daughter here. Because unless sorry, you don't I'm... know... We're on live streaming. You can live stream this show and see us. Um, and we have sometimes I bring props and stuff in. If I had the purse right now, I'd be showing it to the to the people. I sorry, I believe you, and that does sound really cool having a purse in the frame. And but I'm just thinking about you decorating like your house and. And I wouldn't do that. I know you know, and I'm just thinking about you and how you decorate condos and Mr. <laughs> Decorative over here. I'm like, no, nah, I've seen your house. I was there this morning and. 
Wow. Okay, okay. No. Okay. You must do a lot of house calls to see like cool stuff like this. Like. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the person who, when you have a place and you, when you have to get rid of stuff, I'm the person who helps. I'm not the person who decorates. I sell no. the decorators, <laughs> and they have a much better eye than I do. I, I. I'm just not that. My mind doesn't work that way. I think about tearing stuff down. Yes. And selling it, and getting the most money for it. Yes. On when you have those purses, by I should say there might be other items that you have out of that time period. The 1920s is a great. 1920s and 30s. They made these glass bead purses up until the 30s as well. Okay. Well, I actually have a pair of black lace um, high-heeled shoes, stiletto-styled shoes. They always sell. They're, they're so narrow. I don't know how anyone's foot was ever that wide. <laughs> well, I don't know how you wear them, but they're pretty. <laughs> yeah. No, we sell. I have I've a new appreciation for the fashion industry since I've been selling these 480 mannequins. Uh, oh we've sold goodness. about 100 of them so far. Um, this is a person, uh, uh, people don't know, Lutz called in about six months ago, five months ago. We are using it on our TV show because visually it's very, very stimulating. I shouldn't say no. stimulating. It's very, very aesthetic. You can see a lot with these ma- with the mannequins. Well, if anyone's following you on Instagram, you can follow uh, Paul Kenny. I, you did post a couple of pictures of you with the mannequins. Oh, yes. Yes. No, so no. If you need to see a couple of those pictures... Then follow Paul. But Kenny I am a normal Instagram. guy. I am a normal guy. I'm doing this for other people, but I am a normal guy. But we help people who are getting rid of large collections, and this mannequin one. But we've also, um, I've got more appreciation for the shoes and the other fashion and everything else that goes with it. Thank you for the call. Oh, you're welcome. Enjoy your day. <laughs> All right. Thank you. thank you. Okay. Remember, we're live at Liberty Village. You can give us a call at 416-360-0740 or toll free at one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero, And we're going over to Frank in Scarborough, and he has a piece from 1887. Okay. Frank, how can I help you? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was born in 1940, and my great-grandmother, I guess she was born before the American Civil War, gave me a sixpence. And it's in a little case like a little spring loaded case where you keep your sixpences in and the spring pops one up to the yeah. surface is it made it, of silver or gold or, or white might, metal i think it might be silver okay it's going black now i just got a, a magnifying glass and i can't make out the stamps on it I, I i don't have any grandchildren to pass it on to but i was in pickering mall a few years ago there used to be a coin collector man that he's yep. gone now he said it's worth about three or four bucks no, no, no. Didn't sell it, did you? No, it's still here. Okay, okay, okay. This it's is where a second opinion is going to help you. With, it, it's, not, um, it's not shiny, so it, it's, it's collecting it. Uh, there's Queen Victoria on one side and uh, kind of a shield uh, uh, insignia on the other side. No, no, wait a minute. Okay, I'll back this up. The coin has got Queen Victoria on one side. And some kind of a shield and a signal on the other little uh, herald markings or something. Yeah, and you know it to be a sixpence and say sixpence on it? Yeah, it doesn't say sixpence, but I was told it's called a Jubilee sixpence because it was Victoria's Jubilee. That'd something. be 1897. Oh, was it? Uh, I don't I've only okay. got my reading. Oh, glass. no, 1887. That was 50 years for her. I, I, I yeah. haven't got my. I only have reading glasses. I don't have a magnifying glass. Okay, now here's what. No. Well, okay. The six. If it's a sixpence, it's it's going to be um, negligible. It'll be two, three, five dollars. Yeah. The case it's in those little stamps, and we talk about this. We're going to talk about it and we talk about it on the show. You might see something like a little um, anchor. 
And then you're going to see what looks like a little lion's head, maybe. And then you're going to see a little letter. That's right. Yeah, there's three little marks. Okay. That would... Uh, you have to excuse me. I don't have a magnifying glass. But that describes okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you about this little piece. That little piece the guy told you was worth three bucks yeah. is probably worth at least a hundred. Oh, really? Okay. That is a... Um, so, now, they made them for sovereigns. They made them for half sovereigns. And they made them for your change. The little spring... If the spring loads are still working on it, yeah, yeah, people yeah. collect money and they collect stuff that you put money into. That's right? right. Yes, What's right. the most popular thing in the entire world besides people? Money. Okay? Yeah, my, my brother, he lucky son of a gun. He got a gold sovereign. He was born in 1939. And I always say, yeah, you got a sovereign. I got six months, you know. Oh, yeah. But but I got this little case. It's obviously been hanging on somebody's uh, I guess they had chains across the... Yeah, you go in on Chatelaine. And they just reach down, open it, and a six months would flick up. Yeah. Uh, or a sovereign, maybe, in Sherlock Holmes time, I guess. Oh, a sovereign one sometimes are made out of gold. Now, your yeah. your brother's sovereign's probably worth around $390, $390 if it's wow, a full sovereign. Man, man. He got 300 bucks and I got $2. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, no, but I, wait a minute, though. No, I'm only joking. No. Yeah, yeah. No, wait a minute. No joking on this show. I'm the only guy allowed to joke, okay? <laughs> Sorry. On this, no, you can joke. On um, the... Uh, if it is made by a good maker, like maybe Asbury or someone like that, can increase the value of this little box. And the reason little boxes are saleable is because they don't take up a lot of room. That's so right. someone who collects snuff boxes, you know little snuff boxes? Oh, yeah, my grandmother used to have those. Yeah. yeah my they, not my, my great-grandmother. My grandmother used to have those, yes. Snuff boxes will sell between 100 and $2,000 for a oh little piece God. of silver. And it usually has a gold... Um, uh, uh, screen on it, okay? And Jessica, you know what snuff boxes are made for? Or uh, vinaigrettes? But this, this hasn't it. been bought and kept for that. It's been on somebody's uh, waistband. Yeah. It's been, you can see it, it's a little bad. The spring still works on it. If and you'd like to sell it, I would love to take a look at it, either yeah. sell it on consignment or buy it outright. But okay. I, I swear that I'm going to pay you more than $3. <laughs> Even if it's not silver, but you said to be silver, yeah. it'd be worth $25 of, of anybody's money. So and being silver, silver, better. If it's silver, it's worth 100 bucks. Probably, maybe, I'm going to say between 75 and 200 because I haven't seen it yet, but not $3. Well, okay? I, I had a, a watch, uh, uh, I don't know what happened to it, it was made, uh, well, it was given to a friend of mine when he was 10 years old in yep. 1945. His father, in Italy, wanted to press here, take this, so it, it could have been made before yeah. 1940 or something and I don't know what happened there, but I took it to a Pickering flea market and uh, the guy said it's worth about $200 it might have been the gold. It might have been gold. Like it was, it was I say, a get a bull of a, a self-winding one of the first bull of a self-winding one. Really? Okay. I don't know what that what happened. But I'll have to look for it. So Frank, Second you're opinion. welcome, and you're welcome to come to the store. Wait a minute, Jess, before you cut them off. Second opinions are very important. Now you can go ahead, Jessica. <laughs> so Frank, you're welcome to come to the store at ten three four one Young Street, Richmond Hill, and we also do do house calls. You can call the. My dad at the store at 905-737-4653. Thank you. You should give the number for people to call in. We're, right now, if you want to get a hold of us, you can give us a call at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740.
Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Hello, and welcome back to Consignment Heroes. I'm Jessica. I am Paul's older, oldest daughter and Bogart's older sister. So, I got a question, Dad. What Damn is it. okay? Okay, I got a question though. What's the difference between silver and silver plate? Okay, a lot of times this gentleman just called about this uh, little uh, uh, coin holder with those marks on it. It's made out of sterling. Okay. Okay. And a lot of times they are called hallmarks, and we see them a lot. And that's when I had one customer brought in one day. They thought they're bringing in eight boxes of uh, silver plate, end up being seven thousand dollars in sterling. Okay, because they know the difference. Okay. Now, the difference is the silver sterling is point is 925. They call it sterling 925. That means there's 925 parts per thousand of silver in it. And they use copper or some other metal to make it hard because silver is still very soft. Right. Now, the difference in what you're paying, what we're paying, we'll be paying someone 48 cents per gram. Okay. For sterling right now. Okay. And opposed to... For three, example, can, how much would a fork weigh? About 40 grams. Okay. Just so it's 40 times, so you're going to get around $20 on a fork. Because we're just melting it. Right. Even though... Because the young kids, you have a sterling set? Would you even want that? I have a silver plate set. Okay. And I'm looking to sell it. Yes. But in silver plate is about three do- between 2 to $3 per pound. Because you have to clean it all the time. Nobody wants it. No. I can't, can it go in the dishwasher? No. Then I don't want it. Yeah. So what we have here is the silver, silver plate. And a lot of people have this at home. And we will tell you the difference because sometimes I've had people bring in 25 forks, knives and forks, and some would be sterling, some would be plate. And I'm paying $20 for this fork. The other forks were 50 cents because we buy it by the weight. We pay it by the pound. And we do not care. Do not clean it before you bring it to see us. No. Okay. Ever, ever, ever. I remember my dad used to say, if it was dirty, it must be old. Go to the phones. <laughs> okay. Don't give out trade secrets. <laughs> okay, so we have Dave on the phone from Markham. And Dave, you have an old teapot? Yes, I do. What do you got? And it's uh, very ancient. Um, is there stampings on the bottom? Mm-hmm. And it says, house superior metal, 1 plus 32. And then it's got a number on the bottom. It's 9. What, so what's the metal it's made of? Is it copper? Or is it silver plate? Um, I, uh, brown or is it I, silver? Hmm? Is it brown, coppery color? Uh, no, it's very, actually it's very dirty right now. <laughs> Don't clean it. So okay. it must be old. 
And it's very ancient. <laughs> well, ancient, well, okay. <laughs> Old isn't always the best thing. See, when people are collecting, and this is where I'm trying to help people out who are listening on the show, just because something's old, unless people are collecting it and willing to pay for it, it doesn't help its value. Like, we crush almost 90% of the silver plate that comes in now, it will get crushed. And even the sterling, we crush it because they're not, the kids today don't want to pay $621 for a teapot right. that's made out of sterling. Okay? Mm-hmm. They, and they're not going to use it. I mean, I mean I, I, I'm going to say a little story of what happened in 1960 to about 10 million couples in the United States and Canada. They got married. And when they got married, they went to one of those registry services, and people were told to bring them silver plate, and their pattern was uh, King George, whatever it is. And um, they brought these patterns, and at the wedding, they got these big, shiny pieces of silver plate, and then they took them home, and they would put them in the closet until that person who came and gave them that, that wedding present came over, and then they would take it out, clean it, and then they would put it away right after they left because yeah. they would never use it. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're getting all that silver plate today because it's not very functional inside. It's it's usually uh, tarnished and doesn't look clean, and no one's going to put their coffee in it. Okay, this is, very, this is very solid. Yeah, I'd like to see it because if it might be something made by a good maker. Now, I take this back: is that if something is made by a good maker like Tiffany or Christoffel or Pufacad or one of the, some of the top names? People will buy those because originally that teapot was $1,900 and they're willing to buy for $900 because it seems like a deal. Mm -hmm. Okay? Or people collect it because people collect Tiffany or people collect the good names or collect certain designers. Is the name House? I'm trying to think. House? H? No. It's H O W E S, superior metal. I mean, it's heavy. It would weigh maybe four or five pounds. And it's about. Oh, it's uh, uh, more than a foot tall. Is it like, and it's solid. Is it? um, Is it a tip kettle? It's like it's tall. It's it's. I don't know. I guess I'd have to show it to you. That's you know. Sometimes you might be there. Might be a letter missing or something, or it's just not. I normally know my stuff. But I don't know everything. But I know people who do. So if you send me off a picture to sales. At Toronto Gold Silver with the mark. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And other people can send me pictures, too. I try and get back to people. Um, and you send me a picture, I can have a better idea, and I might be able to give you a price right away because I'll just see it and click in and say, that's what this is worth, okay? All right. Thanks for your call, Dave. And we're going over to Lori from Bowmanville, and she has an old radio. All right. Lori, how can we help you? Yeah, I have a old stand-up radio. Um, on the dial, it's Stuart Warner, Magic Dial. Okay. And it was purchased, I believe, at Snyderman Radio, 714 College Street. In Toronto? In Toronto. Okay. And what's it say on again? Sorry, what's it say? What kind Stuart, of radio? Stuart Warner. E-A-R-T? Yep. E-W-A-R-T, Warner, and it says Magic Dial, and it says uh, Shortwave, Police, um, all different things on the dial. Okay. I'm trying to find this right now, because there's so many companies that went and came, and they were taken over by somebody else, and uh, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I'm trying. Now that would be. It's not the um, the store because you just gave me the. This is the company that actually sold it. I believe it's the company that actually sold it. My husband did work for this gentleman, and he ended up giving my husband this radio. This oh. was forty years ago. Okay. So it's a stand-up. Now, is, is, yeah. is, is it still working? It still works. Everything works on it. I don't get, get trouble here because you know, you know I'm, we're playing to you from the Zoomerplex. And in yes. the Zoomerplex, they have the radio and TV museum. And, oh. and if I give you the wrong information, Mr. Zymer will give me, uh, he'll call me up on the carpet for this one. So I'll okay. have to check. I'm trying to find this. I'm not familiar with this name. Um, oh. um, but I'm trying to put it in right now. And my daughter, who's sitting there doing nothing, could be putting this in for me. Yeah, it's my first day. I'm. That's okay. You're entitled. <laughs> I'm I mean, still wow. figuring out how these things work. <laughs> I know, no, no, but um, um, what, what I, I can do, though, Lori, is I can give you the phone number to my dad at the store, okay. um, and he can. You can give him a call there. His okay. number there is nine zero five nine zero five seven three seven seven three seven. Four six five three. Four six five three. Yeah, and you can be like, I'm Lori, and I'm the one that stumped you with my radio on. I can give you an show. answer tomorrow. Now, there, I will ask a couple of questions. Number one, does it work? Number two, is that it, li- it lights up? Um, yeah. Generally, these are going between the stand-ups are going between fifty and two hundred dollars. Generally, okay. if someone's okay. collecting it, if the sound is still nice on it, um, if it's got a particular, is it one like a waterfall? kind of design where it's like rounded at the top? Yep. Yeah, yeah. If they've got a deco, we go back to that, those words, deco, if it's an older radio with a lot of unusual design to it, then people mm-hmm. will want it. Like, I have a um, radio in my store right now. It's got disco lights on it, an eight-track radio. It's it's a lot newer than yours, about 1960, but it sells for about 500 because of the, the design. Okay. Yeah. Now, what other people are doing with it, it's such a shame. They're taking those stand-up radios like you have there, and they're making them into wine cabinets. Oh, I, I would never touch it. No, no, no. I'm just saying I, that's one of those things that makes me mad when I see it happen. Yeah. So I'd rather have, if it's still working, use it. You know, are you listening to us right now on it? No, no I'm not. No, you're not. I'm outside. <laughs> I'm in the garage on a transistor radio. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Thanks, Lori. Thank um, you. Okay. Can I ask one quick question? Sure. You can even ask me a I slow have, question. I have two pictures yeah. of, you know, the series of the dogs playing poker? Oh, I love those. I'd love to. Okay. I have two that are, well, my father, my grandfather would be 130 now. He always had them. They were from his father. The backs have little weenie square nails in them. Yeah. They're all in original condition. But I have no idea as to what they're worth. To me, they're worth everything because I grew up seeing them all the time. Tell it. Now, here's a case right on the back. Here's where you have to go to work right after this show and write the story about this being your grandfather's because you hand them down to your kids. They're going to want to know about this. Now, they don't have a total amount of... I love them. If I won like $10 million, I would go out and try and buy the originals to these. I don't even know what they'd be worth, okay? But they are... They make me smile every time I see them. Me too. And that's that's what life is about. When you see something that makes you smile, you take a memory out of it, there's no there's no cost, there's no price you'd want to sell that for, you know. But these don't have, because they kept on reproducing them. 
Now, okay. if you happen to have these original ones... These are signed. Yeah, they'll be signed, but they kept on making... They'd probably maybe sell for $30, $40, someone liking the frame or something or knowing that they're that old, but they kept on doing it. So someone can go to a dollar store and buy them as well. And this is the real okay. shame. But they still, yeah. they make you smile, so keep on smiling with them. How's that? For sure, and that's what I'm going to do. And you guys have a wonderful day, and I will give you a call. All right, thanks, Thank Lori. You. So you can give us a call in at Zoomer Radio right now at 416-360-0740. And we're going over to Paul from Scarborough, and he has hockey coins. Okay. How can I help you, Paul? Yes, I was just wondering if it's worth anything. It's from the Salada Tea. Yeah. They were in the, in the, in the packages there? They came out Jello, Salada, and they came in Hostess Potato Chips. Now, it depends what years you have. 62. 62 is the second year. That's the most popular one, and they made the most of it, okay? Oh, yeah. They also came in shields. A full set will sell in the shields for around $450. You're There's, kidding. Th- well, that's, is I that good or bad? Everything. Huh? I got the shields and all the coins. Yeah. No, no, they, that they're, huh? uh, now, see, I'm going to give you the other good news. You collected a little too soon. Uh, there was a year before yours that the 1960 they sell for about 600. Holy and remember the car, if you have those, I'll bet you have the cars and the planes as well. Do you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But now three years later, no, five years later, I'll do my thing there is 1968. They came out with the same thing that came in potato chips, and uh, those will go for around seven thousand dollars for a set. Holy jeez! That was that was the first year of expansion. Where any real hockey fan says they're expanding, the Leafs have won the Stanley Cup. I'm not watching hockey anymore. I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, no. Kept on getting yeah. more popular. But you know what happened? You know they had St. Louis and they they brought in all those weirdo teams. Yes, I know. Yeah, and that hockey wasn't the same afterwards. I was very disappointed when you expand like that. Yeah, no, no. You're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. But you also have back in that same time period, you had the, the you had the post marbles. You had remember the beehive pictures you had to send away for? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. Those I didn't send away, but uh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the collection we just bought this weekend. Um, not we we just sold it for someone. Is eighty five thousand dollars was all hockey cards. Oh geez. Just hockey cards. So give it. I'm telling you, people have these things in their basement. They just don't know it. I've got lots of hockey cards, but they're from the recently. No, no. That's see, yeah. this is where. And, and I'm go, here I'm going to go in one of my rants again. Mm-hmm. Sorry. The old hockey cards, like a set of cigarette cards from 1911, is worth about $35,000. Oh. There's only 36 cards in it, okay? Yeah. Now, but because of that, and they say, oh, the old hockey cards are worth money, these new hockey cards are going to be worth money. And that's not how the math works. Okay, yeah. and it's the same thing. A lady called me this week, and I felt bad for her. She was buying those porcelain dolls in the eighties and nineties. She paid six hundred dollars for some Holy because old dolls were worth five thousand and ten thousand. Oh. So she bought those same dolls that she paid six hundred dollars, which had those big bad words on collector's item. Oh yeah. And once they have that on, you just please go on to the next aisle. Um, <laughs> I can't get five dollars for them. If someone wants to buy a hundred of those dolls off me, I'll sell them for five hundred dollars, and I'll be happy as happy as heck. I okay, guess, yeah. <laughs> but she spent six hundred just for one. 
Mm-hmm. And this is what the new cards and stuff. It's like there's some big uh, one of the big box stores right now is selling collector tools. Oh yeah. I mean, to me, that's that's so insane. I can't believe it. <laughs> yes, old tools uh, uh, from 1890s. Yes, they're worth money. But someone buying a collector hammer has got to be out of his mind. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So the wives out there whose husbands are going to one of these big box stores to buy a collector hammer or a collector piece of of, uh, of a measuring tape. Stop oh, yeah. them at the door. Okay. Sorry, we'll go on to the next call. No, wait. <laughs> I've got one more thing. Oh, yeah. What? I got uh, my, mo- well, my mother was collecting them as postcards. Yep. Of the TTC when he first started. Oh, in 1954. No, before that. Oh, no, that's the first subway. Sorry. I, okay, yeah. I got from 1861. <laughs> If you have these, I'm very interested. Anything Toronto history, I'm a big person for either preserving the history or getting you the most money for it or finding out more about it or correcting other people's view of history. How's that? Because okay, nothing right. better than a photograph to collect to uh, to uh, correct someone's view of what actually I got happened. Eight or nine of postcards here about all about the TTC. I'd love to see them. So, uh, yeah, I know where your story because I've been there already. Thank you. Perfect. So, Paul, come by the store. Just maybe give a call first to make sure my dad's in if you want to see him. The store's phone number is 905-737-4653. And we're live at Zoomer Radio right now. Give us a call, 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Hi, welcome back to Consignment Heroes. I'm Jessica. I'm Paul's daughter. And right now we are live at Zuma Radio. You can give us a call at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Wait a minute before you go to the call. This is a picture for people who are Zooming, who are, what are they doing? What happens when you follow some podcasts? Live streaming. Okay. I'm showing right How now. do you live stream? I'm not sure. But I know that our client, people who are listening will know. And you can tell them. You just go to the Zoomer site. Okay. And then there's a button there that says go to live. And you can see us doing what we're doing right now. Because I'm you, a hero. Because you're, no, we're a hero. Yeah. Because heroes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're I'm, a hero? Yes, I want to show this right now. Okay. This is, a lot of people know when people used to use pipes. This is before your time. When was the last time you I saw something? Pi- people still use pipes. They do s- pipes? Okay. Probably so this one tobacco. here is um, a meerschaum amber 
and gold pipe. Okay. Now, it's it's old. Yeah, but normal pipes, so people discard them. They throw them away. No one smokes pipes anymore. They throw them away. This one here happens to be worth about $500. Because of the gold? Yes, and even the case, because of the gold mainly. But it's amber, meerschaum, nice shape. If it was carved, it would be up to $5,000. Wow. So pipes like this are worth money. I just every week I want to show something a little bit different that they don't see all the time. Comes in a nice little case with it. Someone really wanted this. This probably was very valuable even when people bought it in the beginning. Okay? So you learned something today. And hopefully this camera Some works. pipes can be very expensive. Okay, bye. Go okay. go next call. Okay, so we're going to Randy from Peterborough and Randy, you have some Royal Dalton? Oh, yes, I do. Uh, the, the item that I have is a fruit bowl, and it's uh, Royal Dalton uh, D6297. have a pattern on it? Yes, it does. It, uh, it's actually called Rustic England. Okay. Now, two things you can go on this. A lot of this, the, the, the prices for the Royal Dalton, even all, most of your China now, are predetermined by what's happening on eBay. Okay. Or there's a site in the United States, and this has helped people, it is called Replacements in the United States. Now, it's, it actually, there's actually a store, a company called Replacements. We okay, used to support on the net. It's on the net. And okay. you can find out what they're selling it for. And generally, you can sell for about half of what they're selling it for. Okay? Right. They're the largest dishes store in the world, I believe. I've been down there. It's about uh, 250,000 square feet. Uh, they've got dishes stacked up 40 feet in the air. It is something to see. It's actually, their museum was something as well. I think I've actually been there too. Yeah. We my, did the drive one year. Yeah, we did the drive. It's uh, replacements in the United States. And this is just a little piece of information. It's probably one of your best, if you want to verify what your pattern is, sometimes you might have a number. This one happened to have the name on the back. But if you have um, Minton and it says uh, 3229, you can actually go to their site and they'll tell, it'll say you punch in Minton 3229 and it'll come back with what the name of the pattern is. So that'll help people. I know there's a lot of people out there who have dishes that they don't know what they're called. They're afraid to call up here and just say, I've got the Minton or I've got Royal Crown Derby, like 2451. Um, that's uh, Old Amari. And uh, if the number's on the back, you put in Royal Crown Derby in 2451, it'll p- bring up a picture of the pattern and it'll give you the name of the pattern. So there I'm helping. I'm giving out a trade secret right now. Okay, um, well, I'll look that up. I also have some uh, Spode's Cowslip, England. That's an earthenware. Craze that's is like crazy. Yeah. Now, Cowslip, we used to be very popular about 1960. Um, it was hand-painted under that. It's an earthenware. So what the problem with this is, is that it crazes. And yeah. that's where you got little cracks in it. They're not really work unless you get the uh, water gets into them. They go a little bit brown. Um, if they it's a crack right through, that is where the glaze around the 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 piece of pottery has expanded or contracted at a different rate than the pottery itself. So that's why you get those little cracks. Yeah, it can be refired, but it's too expensive. I don't ever recommend that. Pardon me. You can refire it to get those cracks out. Oh yeah. Well, I just wanted. I'm just interested in how much it's worth. That's all. It's uh, well, you got a whole set. I got a cream and sugar matching. Yeah, it's about twenty dollars. Okay. The whole set it used to be the whole set right now would used to sell for eight place setting would sell for about two fifty. Okay? 
What about the Royal Dalton? Do you have any idea ballpark with that? No, no, I'd go to replacements on that. Okay, thanks for your time. All right, thank, thank you. you. All right, you can give us a call in at Zoomer Radio at 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. Before you go to the call, yeah. every week, we you don't know this, we try and give people the prices of gold and silver that even if you don't sell to us, we want you to sell it to us or give us second opinion, but we want to make sure you don't get ripped. Okay. So 10 karat gold right now, we're paying 1821. Um, 14 karat gold, you can copy this down, $25.50. Now, if gold goes up or down, it changes. Per what? Slightly. Per gram. Well, that's a good, interesting question. And 18 karat gold is $32.79. So, I mean, when you go and sell your gold, you ask what carat it is, even if you don't sell it to us, ask how much they're paying per gram. Write these numbers down, okay? Or you can call my store and we'll give you the same numbers over the phone, depending what uh, what the price of but gold is. But it changes so, all the time, It right? changes. But I want to tell people this, that don't go in blind. Ask the person, even if you don't sell it to me, and I, I really want you to sell it to me, that's why we're here to try and make some money, okay? We make money off of you, but we don't retire on every deal. But if you go to a store and they're paying you $10 a gram for 10 carat, don't take it. It's too cheap. If they're not paying you, if they don't tell you it's 10 carat, you know what I mean? You want to know what carat it is and how much it weighs. And right. they... They have to tell you that. They like, ha- no, if they don't tell you that, do not sell it to them. Or go get a second opinion before <coughs> you agree to sell or it Or get so. a second opinion, yes. Yeah, I am listening to you. Okay, thanks. Okay, so we're going to go to Marcus from Toronto. And he has some Beatles 1960s albums. Yeah, good morning. Um, I have. I came over from England in '69, but I brought my Beatles albums. Parlophones. Yeah. All right. Good. Are they Are they particularly worth anything? Yes. Also, the the White Album is the 50, uh, 50th anniversary, right? Yeah. Do you have the one with the um, serial numbers on the outside of the White Album, or just the regular one? Ooh, I don't. Aha. Uh-huh. See, there's questions here. Uh, Parlophone, yes, it depends on how... It all depends now. Did you get drunk a lot and spill wine over these albums, or did you take care of them? I took care of them. Good, okay. The Beatles albums are always very popular. The Parlophone sells over here for sure, because uh, it was only... uh, They're better pressings, I believe, than the Canadian pressings, because ours were mastered over here, and they're just not as good. Um, so the the sound I think is better, and depends on how often you played them. Uh, but they will sell. People are they're sought after. Okay, oh. you're also your Beatles magazines from back then. A person brought in this week a ticket from when the Beatles played at, at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. You know they played here more than any other place in North America, anywhere else in the world, no, except for in in England and Hamburg. I never got to see them. Ah, okay. You miss. Well, you didn't miss a lot. Wait, you did you see them, Dan? I didn't see them either. I'm not that old. So, on, um, yeah, the Parlophone, if you brought them over, they are worth money. You can bring them down to my shop. It might take me a little bit of time to go through those because those aren't your run-of-the-mill stuff, okay? Right. And even if you had the Stones or any of the other stuff, uh, especially if you had the pre-Ringo Star Beatles, anything to do with that? Well, I don't have that. Okay. Now, there was a gentleman who called me. He's never called me back. Or he called me back once. He was actually, this is the most interesting story I've heard about the Beatles. The Beatles once, apparently they were used to do, they were in in uh, in Liverpool, and they were in a bar, and you could get um, 
recordings of them live that night and have it recorded on a disc, an Erickson disc. Oh. disc. And the gentleman called about, they're worth a lot of money. Anything to do with the Beatles is worth a lot of money. What okay. About, what about 45 singles? Yeah, no, the 45 sell, but not as much. They're more to the collector market rather than the playing market. Uh, okay? Okay. Uh, but because there's been a big resurgence in vinyl. People are buying, the young people are buying because the sweeter sound. They don't want the compact discs as much. You play it at home. Um, even from things like uh, Mad Men and, and uh, Suits, where you have the big record collection there, people are buying albums, and they're, and they're listening to them. They're going low-tech, okay? Fantastic, yeah. So am I talked you out of selling these to me? Not yet, eh? Okay. No, no, no. Uh, Marcus, you can come by the store or give the store a call at 905-737-4653. And the address of the store, Toronto Gold and Silver, is 10341. Young Street in Richmond Hill. Okay, now, I know we have another call, but I want to talk about this for a minute, because this weekend I've got an eye-opener on some of the people who, in Toronto, we have relatives that worked in different factories. One of those factories happens to be the Parkhurst factory, which made gum cards between 1948 and 1963. What's a, what's a gum card? It's like a trading card, hockey cards, baseball cards. Why don't you uh, call not, it that? Okay, I don't know. Uh, they call it trade. Okay, they worked at Parkhurst, which was a gum factory that gave away cards. I want to run into some people who worked at that factory, like a box of Parkhurst hockey cards from 1957 would probably be worth thirty thousand dollars. An unopened box, an unopen, an uncut sheet would be worth two, three, five, ten thousand dollars. So there are people, and this not just goes for people who work at Parkers. I'm trying to actually do that because I was at the card show on Friday. People who worked in banks, people who worked in make, who made history, like people who worked at the Avro factory, people who worked at uh, different places. There's history there that people have in their basements. They took it home one day, or they were given it as a bonus, or they were when the place was closing down, they were taking stuff. They take it home and put it in their basements. I want to buy that stuff. I want to at least buy it or see it or record it before it gets thrown away. Or you can consign it. Yes. But I want to just say this right. because there are a lot of people, there's money in people's basements and garages and attics that they don't think about. People, all everyone knows if they've got a Picasso on the wall. I don't have to tell them the price on that, okay? Right. Or if they've got uh, certain um, uh, Moorcroft or things like that. Yes, I can help them with that. And, but it's not that it's, it's boring. <laughs> Okay. I'd rather get into the interesting things. You'd rather climb into an attic or a garage or yes. a basement. I want these people. This is what I want for my t our TV show. I want the interesting things. I want the history. I want something that they don't see every day. I want something that you can't go to a box store and see on the shelf. Go ahead. So you want? So this is talking about the TV show that you're trying to make about the radio show. Do you have any neat, cool things in your attic, basement? You work somewhere, give us a call at the store, 905-737-4653. Thank you for listening, folks. We had a lot of fun. And thank you, Jessica, for filling in for Bogart. And watch us on OLN. Storage Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, We're yeah. on that, too. Oh, yeah, that, too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks.